What up, y'all? This is Russell the Fourth. Hey, y'all. It's your girl Brandy. As always, thank y'all for rocking with us. Um, <laughs> this is another episode of the What They Never Told Us podcast. Do you want to tell them about having each about what happened to Ichiban? What happened? Oh. The, the end of it. Why would I want to? tell? Okay, obviously now they're gonna be like, "Oh, what happened at Ichiban?" Well, let me just let me segue this. Okay, so first of all, how? Quickly, what is Ichiban? People don't know. Oh no, it's like a hibachi grill. Uh, what's the famous one? Uh, Benny Hanna. It's like Benny Hanna. Okay, Ichiban is like if Benny Hanna is this, then Ichiban is like that. You know well, first saying? of all, Ichiban is better than Benny Hanna, but we're not. They're just go not there. as known. I meant okay. that not in quality or taste, <laughs> just in you know notoriety. Right. Anyway, um, how how soon do y'all get comfortable in relationships? Right, like how soon before you are at the house and you're comfortable? Like you know what, I got to do number two. When are you comfortable doing that? Or like, when are you at the house? You say, you know what? I got to poo. I got to fart. He and I'm going to let it go. Setting up the story. I'm not setting up nothing. See, I was I was trying to give you an out. I wasn't going to bring back up. Whatever. I was going to let Whatever. it go. Whatever. So we are at dinner today. And I, first of all, my stomach has been very gassy all day today. It's been burping. And like... I don't know what was happening, but I was very hungry. But the more I ate, the fuller my stomach got, which is natural. But it was more than that. Like, so at the end of dinner, I'm like, babe. No, 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 no. I said, I said, I have to fire. No, you didn't say it like that. What did that. I say? You said, <laughs> <laughs> You didn't say Okay. It was not that Whatever. It my stomach was bubbling and I knew uh, that I had to fry. So if y'all are familiar with hibachi, like they sit you around the table uh, with a bunch of people that you don't know. So of course there's this family to the right of me. So I'm trying to be discreet about it, but I I have to fire. Like whatever. So this man jumps up from the table and like scoots away from me. So it's all known that like obviously something's nah, going on. Dro- and I know. hear the family snickering. They were snickering. Because it was an entertaining scene. But they I, that doesn't necessarily know that they knew. That doesn't mean they knew that you were about to poop. And I didn't even fire because I was like nervous at that point. Well, here's the thing. This is what prompted my escape was like, okay. I didn't know what the volume of your fart was going to be. So if it was loud and they hear the noise automatically between me and you, they're going to think the big boy farted. First of all, forget these people out here for a second. You begged and no, look at me. Ooh. Begged and pleaded with me. I'm with you. You need to be comfortable. It's like, yeah. just hold it in. I would fight around you. Blah, 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 yeah, blah. I, Every I want, single I want, time I that I have pooted around you, you have made a skeptical. A That's spectacle. Probably- what is it called? A, spe- a spectacle. A spectacle. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. This is different. Look at the shoe on the other foot. You made you a it spectacle out of it. And mm-hmm. I do not appreciate it. Here's the thing. Part of the joys of this phase of the relationship is laughing about farts. You don't find it funny? It's not funny. No. It's, it's, it's a natural funny. body function. It's, it's not what, funny. It's the funniest body function. Anyway, can we Sneezing, move on past burping, this, please? Out of all the body functions, tell me which is the funniest. I'm it's ready to move on. Burping. Welcome to another episode of the What They Never Told Us podcast. 
applause. We, we did, did it, it Joe. We did it, Joe. Amen. We are back with another episode. And we're excited. Um, so this is episode two. We are back for our second episode of the first season. We're excited to be back with you guys as always. Please. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome. We appreciate y'all. We are here specifically for you. That part, first time listeners, what up? Thank you. My name is Russell Ford. This is Brandy. She's a beautiful black queen. She's my world. She's my life. Like, like I love her. It's like God. You know what I'm saying? Brandy right there. You feel me? Like, oh, you know what I mean? I got kids and, you know, I don't want to do that. But, you know, they're going to go all the way. They're going to, like, go to college and stuff. It's just going to be her, me and her one day. So, anyway. We are a couple, obviously. It has been dating for almost a year. <laughs> However, um, we have a very interesting path to... Mm-hmm. To where we are today. So for those of you who didn't see the intro or this first episode. Stop this. <laughs> Stop this and go back. Why do I need to go back? No, them. If you have you oh, here okay. on episode two and you ain't even listen to the intro, go back to some context so you can see how dope this is. And why or just get the cliff notes. We dated as teenagers. We Hold were separated. Second. Oh, my gosh. We went our separate ways after high school, both married, both divorced, mm. or both have bleh, both have children. Mm-hmm. And now we here <laughs> in this we crazy, here. chaotic, beautiful, loving. We did it. We did it. Fun filled <laughs> relationship. <laughs> yeah, we nah, we're really excited. And we are what? We're what? 10, 11 months. 11 months? 11 months. months. Feels like a lifetime, though. Like, this is not the typical 11 months. And when they, when you guys hear this, it will be 12 months. A year. It'll be. Please don't be like those moms who are like, how's your baby? It's 36 months. I like how you landed on the complete wrong part of the sentence. (laughs) Like, you could have, like, listened to that sentence and said, oh, it's been a year. You decided to tell me not to be like moms. You know, you know how we do. Anyway, like I was saying, it would have been one year since. We've reconnected and mm-hmm. it's been dope. It's been, I don't even know least. what the word, like, yeah, there the is word no, is not like do dope. It, right? Yeah, like, it's been just, I mean, God has been moving it's when I just tell been you. Amazing. It's been amazing, babe. <laughs> it's been, it's amazing. been so good. Um, oh my gosh. So, one thing about us is we started off very intentional right like we had a phase where we were assessing we were like okay it it was a short phase it was a short phase (laughs) we were were collecting information but we i think we both quickly i don't want to speak for you but i quickly realized like no this is it yeah i think we said i he said i love you after two weeks don't tell my business like that you make it sound like i'm But tell me what no. I said as soon as I said it, it was, oh my God, I was praying. Like, God, if he loves me, like, make him say it. Make him say it. Okay, first of all, that is <laughs> not my voice. And they didn't even hear nothing you said because the uh, obnoxiousness gonna, was screaming gonna, a lot louder than the context. We're not going to go context. there. We're not going to go there. But, Hard eye roll. <laughs> but we were intentional. We we have been dating with intention. Yes. We were very intentional about when we met each other's children. Mm-hmm. We were very intentional about 
um, when we had certain conversations, very intentional about what the purpose of this is. Like we're heading towards a marriage. That's why we're doing this. We want to be married. We want to be in a healthy relationship. So that's everything we've been doing is towards that desire. Working end. towards that. Yeah. Okay. With that, I'm realizing. Okay. And now, now number one, Tell them about the show you've been watching. So Brandy been, got kind of say what's up. Brandy got me on all the dope shows, y'all. Tell me about something, and then immediately start talking about it. You got me on all the dope shows. Anyway, so we started with Love and Marriage Huntsville, which, by the way, if you are not watching that, what are you doing? What? How did that TikTok go? If you're not watching Love and Marriage, I'm like, what are you at? <laughs> <laughs> Watching Love and Marriage Huntsville. What are you doing with your life? First of all, so good. And I think it's really good for couples because you can see, I think every Mm. couple can see themselves in one of the couples that is on the show. So for us, we are, we have deemed ourselves like Kimmy and Maurice. That's the closest. Um, they are very close to us, but so I, I think we like sometimes it. we got some Mel and Martell drama, not to their extent, but I feel like Wait, when we be beefed me. out, we be beefed excuse out. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, no, I if think you gonna name drop. Please don't name drop my tummy. No, I do think like they, a whole lot no. Of okay, stuff. obviously not the baby drama, not oh the cheating drama, the none of that. Child? But I do think the way that they interact sometimes, I'd be like, oh, I could see myself saying that to you, and I could definitely see you responding in that manner. You I don't have not nothing like you no have myself. not. I but I could respond. definitely see. You know how you always tell me like, oh, um. I, when I get angry, then that's when I'm gonna let you have it. Like then, there's no holds barred. It's not like that's exactly that's how he me is. Speaking in generality, that's what I, I just said. You didn't. You haven't responded like that, but, but I can queen, see it happening. But to my queen, oh my gosh, never so would I good. ever. Not to my anyway. Queen. That's not even the show that we're talking about. But because we watched that show, previews were coming up. So then we bounced to yeah. Um, Family or fiance, which is a show that I'm like, we definitely need to go on. We don't have like, <laughs> we don't have family members objecting, but I just want to get in front of Tracy McMillan. Like, she's the therapist on that show. Homegirl is a bomb. Okay. She's she like, dope. she needs to do our marriage counseling. Tracy, if you happen to hear that somebody forwards this to you, please hit us up at, on our Gmail, somebody what they never blood. told us pod at gmail.com. <laughs> we are interested. Anyway, again, we segued into the show that we're here to talk to you guys about today, which mm. is put a ring on it. Oh, my God. Now, the premise of the show is couples who have been dating long term. Uh, some are engaged. I believe all are engaged, actually, but have not yet gotten married. So they come on the show to date other people, which sounds really weird. But like, don't in the sound. Ma- <laughs> it is weird. It is really weird. It doesn't sound Russell weird. Russell is totally against the premise it of the show. Su- all right, I'm going to wait. I'm going to let you do your thing. And then, Anyway, so they come on the show to date other people. And so the premise is like if you by dating other people, you will find out if you want to be in your relationship or if you're still looking like if if you can find someone else that checks all your buckets, that is not the person or checks all your boxes, excuse me, that is not the person you're in a relationship with. At first glance, it seems really toxic. However, second layer, I can see like if you're having commitment issues, 
if you go out and you date someone else or you see your partner dating someone else, it can trigger that like, oh my God, like I don't want this to happen. I don't want her to be with anybody else. I don't want him to be with anybody else. So I, I this is like, for me, I know that I'm ready. It's, it's toxic. I'm just going to say that. But I think there is, un- <laughs> there is some underlining like reason to doing it. I would never do it, by the way. I will. I would do something like Love and Marriage Huntsville. I would even do Family or Fiance. I would never do Put a Ring on it. Ever, never, ever. Ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever. Come on, you're burning. Uh, Give it to me. Tell me what you think. Please. Please. It is not a good premise. It is a terrible premise. To build a show upon. Why would anyone agree to this? Now, I will say this. Entertainment you are yelling. Wise, you're right. Let me. Oh, it was because I was waiting so long. <laughs> it is. Okay. Number one. Number one. Entertainment wise. Yes. Just as far as watching the show, it is phenomenal. You love the drama. Oh, I love the drama. It's like great to watch. As a couple, I wouldn't want to build a marriage on the idea of. I just don't want to see with anybody else. That speaks to um, insecure insecurities. That speaks to possessiveness. It doesn't speak to a man saying, I want to serve you as a husband and I want to make this commitment. If he hasn't made that decision within himself, you going on a date with somebody else, if that does make him propose, I would be very careful as to what is the motive and what drives you. If it wasn't just, I see you, I see what you do for me, I don't want to lose that, and I want to contribute to your life and I want to build a life with you. If that is not the foundation of my decision-making, the foundation of my decision-making is, well, you go, you go, you wearing that? You wear, you wearing that going out with it? <sighs> she, she, like, like it, the show is so sick. Like, I gotta think about it. whose idea was it to say I'm gonna have the dude pick up? <laughs> like, they're going. I can't imagine somebody coming to our home, play, our home, mm-hmm. and taking you on a date. <laughs> Listen, I, the carry through. The execution is off, okay? The the premise, the whole idea that this (laughs) is what they need to come to this decision. Maybe if you see her out with somebody, or I do do see the idea of like, maybe you want to be free. Maybe you like want to be out here. And going on dates can show you like- In the opposite. In the, it's not going to work out. It does help you realize like, look, this is not what I want. Like, I want to be out here. I want to find, there may be somebody else better and I don't want to hold her up. I do see what you're saying in the reverse. Like, as a reason to get married, mm, probably not. Oh my God. It does make for good TV though. Mm. And that's what they're there to make. They're they're there to make good TV. And they are doing a darn good job at it because listen, when Russell left to go home, I was like, you weren't really into that, right? Because I was burning to watch the next episode. I was like, I gotta wait all the way till he come back next week. Rule rule number one for all my couples out there. I don't know who is listening to me. I don't know 
who you are. <laughs> don't be but dramatic. hear my voice. <laughs> hear my voice. Don't watch that episode without them. You know, you know what you're doing. Whatever your TV show. Whatever is. y'all binge watching together, <laughs> that is an extension of your loyalty to your partner. Don't you dare go on without them. I don't care. I don't care if they fell asleep, if they keep falling asleep on the episode. I don't care. They sleepy. They work a lot. Yeah. Excuses. If you like it, <laughs> if you like it, I'm you tired. would stay up. Okay. Two jobs. Let me go, let me take a nap. And back of the head on the back of the couch. Oh man, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh baby, you see that? No, no, you were asleep. I I do think that this show kind of like lends to the premise of what we want to talk about. It does. I think both shows actually, Family or Fiance and Put a Ring on It, but specifically for Put a Ring on It because we're here to talk to you today about marriage in general. Like, Mm -hmm. is it necessary in today's day and age? Do we need to get married? It definitely isn't valued like it was back in the day. It is not. It is not. And you can tell by the general caring Mm-hmm. of marriages and how people kind of reference that lifestyle. I've heard on many occasions that what is it? It's just a sheet of paper. Yeah. 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 Where do you stand on that? So as a divorcee, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say that I, first of all, in general, I believe marriage is very, very necessary in a relationship. However, I do feel like two people on the same page can make the decision whether they would like to be together long term and not be married. And it is okay. Like, I hate the pressure. So we know that we're going to get married. I get asked once a week. Really? When are y'all getting married? Get out of here. So where's the ring? Where's the, like I told him, my brother, who is younger than me by 10 years, has absolutely never had any interest in my dating relationships. Russell and I were planning a trip to Arizona that subsequently Uh. got canceled. (laughs) And he called to ask me, like, when are y'all going to Arizona? And I said, oh, you know, we're not going. Some things happen, so we're not going. And he was like, oh, man, I know you're disappointed because I know y'all was looking forward to that. And I'm like, you know, we're trying to buy a house, you know, all this stuff happening. So really not a big deal. He hits me with, man, I really thought he was going to propose when y'all were gone. I'm like, what gave you that idea? Like so many people are invested in us getting married to the point where it's gotten annoying to me. (laughs) Like just let it happen. Like we've literally been dating a year. We'll just call it a year. Yeah. And it is this enormous pressure to get married. And I believe that there are couples out there who have just made the decision like we're good just the way we are. And it's all the outside stuff. Like I for me, marriage is necessary. But for the next person, it may not be. That's real. And what's crazy is I don't I get no pressure. No one says no one says anything to me about it. I mean, I've gotten most of the times when we're together, like yeah. when we did our Facebook lives, mm-hmm. that's what would be shocking to me. Like when y'all get married, I'm like what? What's <laughs> happening? Or like um, under a comment, like we post a video, like I'll see those things. But yeah. no one in my life is like, hey yo, so when you pop in a question, 
I think that speaks to. They don't want you to marry me. No, no. I'm just joking. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm joking. <laughs> Our society and what we do to women and the pressure we put on them to be wives. Facts. Like now, although marriage is not what it was or referenced in the way that it was. Women are still treated as if that it is nothing better for them to be than a bride. Little girls wake up. I mean, they grow up dreaming of their wedding day. Yeah. And I was never I was never that girl. Like, I, yeah, I didn't see marriage all around me. So it was never like this goal. Right. I don't know what I saw for my relationship life as a child. You know, I don't I don't remember having those those thoughts like, Oh, when I get married, I'm sure like if I play dollies or something, I had them get married. But like, for me, I don't think it was a thing. And even when I was married the first time, like when we look back in retrospect, like why did we get married? I think both of us were like, it was just the logical next step in our relationship. Same. It's like, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like it was just the, it was an expectation almost like we'd been together for a few years in my case, we had had a child together and it was like we, we had a we lived it. We lived together. So it was kind of like, why aren't y'all married? And when people would ask, mm, that is kind of the next step. Right. It's like what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Babe, look at the programming, though. Like every Disney movie. Well, I don't say every, but almost every Disney movie. Um, Cinderella. So broke down, busted and disgusted. She got to be like really fly one day and she was waiting on the prince to find her beauty and the beast locked away in the dungeon until her, um, you know, beast yeah, turns to a prince and then she gets married. Hate women as helpless people who are waiting for Sleeping your night and shining. You're armor. literally yeah. comatose yeah. until some dude come up and kiss you. Rapunzel, you're in the tower until we get it. It's just like <laughs> it's just like we groom women it's true. to just to expect for a man to come find you. But I don't think society grooms men for the same thing. No, that's what I'm saying. So who are we supposed to get married to? This is what I'm saying. Men <laughs> and women treat, and I think we talked about this the other day. Like I said, babe, if you called your girls right now and said, Russell propose. Mm-hmm. They, they want to see the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell my homies, hey, yo, man, I'm about to pop the question. It's, yo, you ready for that? Like, yo, I mean, like, you sure that's what you want to do? Like, beware. Even OGs. Like, I remember when I got married, it was like, yeah, you know, it's going to change. <laughs> and just, just so you know, you know, I mean, like, I, I, I know you got you a good one, you got you a good boy. You know, it's gonna change, right? You know, <laughs> it's like this big warning. No one celebrated it. Nobody was like, "Yo, men. yo, man, huh?" The men. You're well, saying. that's not true. That's not. My pastor at the time celebrated it, and he told me there's no greater honor than to to be a husband. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this is somebody whose job and is actually, you know, more in line to, you know, appeal to that side of husbandry. Right. Everybody else, <laughs> you young, you sure you want to do this right now? Like, you got time. You ain't got to rush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's completely different. It is. It. I think that 
and now in today's age, like the younger girls that are up under me, you know, I hear them talking about traveling. I hear them talking about, you know, exploring the world. I don't hear a lot of them like, yeah, when I grow up and I get ready to get married and have kids, like I'm just thinking of two young ladies in particular where like I've never heard them mention like having kids. It is all about my career, my my travel, my yeah. lifestyle. And I just think good or bad. Yeah. It's just not as heavily pushed now. Like, and I think that our world has become in such where couples are living together before they get married. They yeah. are having children before they get married. Is yeah. it, is it right? Well, who's right? Are we deciding here? Yeah. But, um, you know, I even, even Christians, like it's happening, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you watch your mouth. they, are, I, I mean, people are trying to change the narrative good or bad. And I just think that. Again, like I said in the beginning, whatever the choice is for you in regards to marriage, like it may never be something that you aspire to. I just don't like the pressure around it. Like if somebody decides not to get married, I don't think that it is for anyone else to put that on them if that's not what they want to do. Facts. I mean, no. I, in terms of marriage, no one should go into that unless that's absolutely what you want to do. Like. That's without a shadow of a doubt. I, I do believe that. I'm about to reach into my Christian bag, Go see, ahead, put your seatbelt on. But I'm like, I believe that like God had some dope plans when He put that Absolutely. together. You know what I mean? Had Adam out here, he was naming the animals, he was working, and he saw that it was incomplete. And then when when He created Eve, and He took that red made woman, He said, "Now it's, it's good. good." Same reason why He said, "A man that finds a wife finds a." Good thing because that was his intent for us. So I'm not saying that everybody should do that. Right. And I also know that in the Bible, Paul said that it's a singleness is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Paul, who wrote most of the Bible, you know, lived a life of singleness. And that's part of the reason why he was able to be so focused and, you know, move around and do and live a life so bold like he did, because he found the unique blessing mm-hmm. in not being tied down to somebody. He also said, if you can't resist the temptation, just go ahead and get married. That part. You went out here humping and jumping around. For, Don't leave for, out that part. For those of y'all who are in that context, you know what I mean? But for those of you who are not in that context, I think that's a part of the reason why a lot of men don't reference marriage and they have a different view on it. I think a lot of the values that men have in relationships are exaggerated in the beginning part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So for a man who wants activity, he wants excitement, he wants to travel, he wants sex in the beginning relationship when you're in that honeymoon phase and it's that infatuation and everything is just like this burning passion, you know, a man like is like, oh, this is it. So the truth of the matter is like sometimes it does change. You know what I mean? Women's bodies change after you have a baby, you know, like um People go through phases in life where you might be more focused on your career and things of that nature. So things do change, you know, so it's not a lot. First of all, men's body changes after women get have birth, too. Oh, facts. <laughs> you know, people, I ain't like that. <laughs> well, okay, understand my perspective. <laughs> understand my perspective. I mean, my body ain't changed. So. <laughs> I don't know. 
So I know we squirrel a little bit, but first of all, not all women's bodies change I'm after pregnancy. That's my word. Okay, first of all. And like men, y'all body change too. Like And what does that have to do with my point? It it just sounded very misogynistic. And I would like to point out that when you're talking about things that change what do you in a relationship. Hear? What do you often hear more of <laughs> after pregnancy? Um, you hear more of men saying like, babe, I'm sorry. I just, I really don't feel like it tonight. It happens. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. There's always anomalies. But what is the... Uh, what is the I hope the feminists eat you up in the comments. Anyway, can we I'm, move I'm on? I'm all team women. I'm just saying <laughs> men's bodies changes too. Okay. I was coming from the, the male perspective mm-hmm. and what we might think of deterrence mm-hmm. of you know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to unearth trying to clean it up now. I'm trying to unearth <laughs> the mysteries as to why men don't value marriage like women do. In some cases, of course, not everything's absolute. You okay. know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's anyway. Anyway. So, yeah. So again, uh, marriage is is a necessary in our relationship. May not be one in yours. Um, and I just think that if you're if you're a Christian and you're following biblical principles, then obviously I pray that you believe in marriage. But if you're not, you know, it or even if you are a Christian and you decide that just ain't for you, like it's nothing wrong with that. It's basically what I'm trying to get but at. Don't be up here humping around. Please don't. Being Just nasty. care a little bit more about your body. Don't be all nasty <laughs> if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. I I think that, first of all, finding one person to have the best sex ever with is probably better than having, uh, all right, sex or trying to figure it out with that part. Uh, 10 other people. Secure the bag. Yeah, if you can find somebody that just... Not the only reason you should get married, but find somebody that checks all your boxes and blows your mind. Go with that one. And another, th- <laughs> a lot of a lot of people are wrestling with their like. Some people haven't even undone the trauma of seeing their parents' divorces fail. Marriages fail. What I say? Divorces fail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> They're trying to like deal with the trauma of their parents relationship. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of like with with over 50 percent of marriages ending in divorce. That doesn't really add a lot to the bank account of like faith in the institution of marriage. It's like, why would I 100%. want to enter into this, you know, this union when I see it go bad so much or not even go bad when you just don't see it. Like when you see a single mom, like you, like me, I was raised in the house with a single mom. She's thriving. She's doing a daggone thing. Like me and my brother, both are college graduates. Your like we're, we're, huh? Your mama got married. My mom got married when both of my, my brother and I were grown. So I'd like to know if that was by choice or was she just waiting for somebody who was... The point I was making was um, trauma or just seeing an example of a single parent doing it on their own can also taint the idea of marriage for someone. So it's like, why do I need a husband? Like... Yeah, I can do this all by myself. So why would I then take on the responsibility of someone else? Like, why do I need a wife? 
Like you have it now where women can have babies without having a man involved at all. Like you can go to the sperm bank and get inseminated and have you a baby. That part. Like it's today's day and age is so I would say anti-marriage in a lot of ways that it's hard to convince someone who doesn't necessarily have a good example of marriage to convince them that that's what they need to do. Yeah. And to that end, I'm, I'm very big on pro marriage. Like I'm, I'm big on like in the right circumstances though. Right. Oh, of course. Always in the right circumstances, not just for the sake of doing it. Right. But in my mind, it's like, if your reason for not is fear based, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if it's trauma based, mm-hmm. if it's uh, selfish intent based, then I would work on fixing those things and then seeing if your desires don't change. Because a lot of people still want what comes with a marriage. Yeah. You still want somebody who you can depend on. Mm hmm. You still don't want to be alone. Some people, some mm-hmm. people want to be alone. Yeah. You still want somebody who you feel like you can depend on and is there for you, and to put on your emergency contact list. It is, it's a thing. Emergency like, contact. Yeah, like it is. Like, <laughs> did we talk about that? Again? We did last episode. Did we? <laughs> we did. Was that one of the ones we erased or what? I don't know. Well, if we didn't, let me just go back and say, I didn't know why it was such a big deal, but. After my divorce, when I had to change my emergency contact, that really sucked. Like, it was like an emotional thing for me. Yeah. Like, taking my ex-wife's name off my emergency contact and putting my mama name back on it was like, I'm going in reverse. <laughs> and if that is one that we that we did erase, I think the thing for me was switching my insurance. Like, this is one way in which my husband was taking care of me and my son that was from our previous marriage. Like we were yeah. both on his insurance. So then when I got divorced, I was like, I gotta do this. What? <laughs> I gotta like I this this is a lot of money. You was paying that much for carry insurance? Like that that's it's <laughs> a hefty bill. And, um and even raising children, like there's yeah. some people who can do it by themselves, but it is a lot to do it by it yourself. Is, for single sure. Single mothers, single fathers out there. Y'all look grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all we got all types it. of uh, child rearing relationships right now. But and um, another thing that I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Did you have something to say I to wanted, add to I, that? Yeah, I okay. just wanted to say I didn't necessarily have that context of seeing a single parent do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I've always seen it be a it. cold situation. Mm-hmm. So when I got divorced and I think I was like one of the first ones in my family <laughs> to get divorced. I had no context. It was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. You know, versus when I see you, I'm like, she like when I watch you, I'm like, oh, she's killing this. <laughs> I had lots of practice. Yeah, so <laughs> I was a single mom before I got married. So going back to being a single mom, it was like, kind of oh, like, she, she's smoking. <laughs> I get my kids for my little two days and be like, I said I was at What was y'all want to eat for dinner? I could be struggling. I just wanted to say that. It's, like, it's I just, also the fact that I'm a woman. Yeah, y'all different. Y'all different for sure. Yeah, but I digress. What I was going into is um, another aspect that taints marriage is divorce, right? When you're married and it goes sour, it does 
change the way you view marriage in general. Some people like were like, oh, I want to do it again and I want to get it right. But there are some people like, I will never, ever do (laughs) the first two years. (laughs) Like, I don't want want nothing to do with no man. Not none. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Don't look at me. Don't wave at me. Don't signal me. Don't instant message me. Mm. Like, I wanted nothing to do with the man. I had put y'all all all in this box and y'all was going to stay in this box and I was good. Like, I literally had conversations with God. Like, if it never happens, I'm good. Thank you, Jesus. What happened? What made you change your mind? You know what? Thank you. Thank God for godly wisdom and people around you who are like, look, (laughs) that ain't it. Like what you experienced is not the fullness of marriage in which God intended. And they poured into me and I had examples like I had hooked up or hooked up. That sounds weird. (laughs) Watch it. I had joined a church (laughs) that had healthy marriages happening and not perfect marriages by any means, but marriages where two people were committed to each other and committed to God and was like, look, whatever happens, we're going to make it through. I just hadn't seen that. Mm. So seeing that I was like, it ain't really that bad. And then it was like overnight. I went from, I don't never want to get married again. So come on, God, where are you at? Where the, where the man at? You ain't feeling this church with nobody but single women. I need the men to come. I need to be married. I want one of them. Give me one of him. I need it. Wow. Like it just it was a it was a a switch that flipped, and I was like, "Yep, this who, is good." Who was one of the first people you kind of gave a shot after you after your divorce? Who did you find? Have that? you ever seen someone fish so hard for a compliment? <laughs> I'm that just, is amazing. Just I just like, said all this wisdom and knowledge and all you took from that was please I mean, get just, to the point where I changed your mind. Who was like, was there anybody who like kind of shifted your like idea about men? Or yeah. Like, you know what? God did it. You didn't do it. Um, period. Okay. You just happened to buy a key lime pie at the right time. Sir. Come on. Come on. No, but really, I think by the time you came around, I had already warmed up to the idea because I kid you not, had you come a few months like, before you did? You nah, did? Heck nah, because you still was lukewarm. I'm still like, hey, come on. Like, I was lukewarm for two weeks, bro. Like, you want somebody that's going to fall over you and just, long, yes, wrestle. It was nah, long that two ain't weeks. me. Like, I need to see where you, I need to see where your head was at before I was like, all right. He, I, you, I mean, you proved yourself. I'm just you passed the test. I, I was just checking. Nah, but, you're right. You're right, though. That is a really good point. A lot of people just and I got homies who are like, never again. Mm-hmm. I got a homie right now. Smart brother. Been through two divorces. And it says, I'll never do that again. Like I don't I'm know. Dumb. If I get divorced twice, I probably wouldn't do it again either. <laughs> it's, it's you. Nah, but he wanna... <laughs> Something wrong with you. My thing is, if you want, if you want that. If you desire that, keep working on you, keep working on your choices, keep working on what you desire. Yeah. So you can have your desire then. You know, if I'm still desiring marriage at, after number two, I'm going for number three. Then I'm going for my third marriage. Mm. That's me. You know, I think I, obviously I know people who have been married more than once and twice and finally find the one, but I just believe that. 
if you're getting married just for the sake of getting married and that not doing any work to discover what caused the divorce sis <laughs> in the first place. Um, I think that's where the issue comes in with multiple marriages, right? There are a lot of people who get divorced and only find fault in the person that they were married to. It takes two to get married and it takes two to get divorced. Like I don't know many situations where it is solely on yeah, one person. It, it, I mean, it can like if you just getting beat down or something like that, yeah. but it, it, I think it's rare. Yeah, it is. And then too, like even if you're a person who I'm not, I'm not, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here where like end of domestic violence situations, Mm. I I strongly believe that sometimes, most of the time they give you a clue into what type of person they are before you get married to them. And sometimes you just still make the choice, men and women, to get married even after the fact. So if that's a cause for divorce, you still probably have some red flags. I just think that in both in any situation, he, two people play a part in it. For in most scenarios, I would agree. Yeah, I don't have a lot of context, so I don't want to make any definitive statements. It yeah, seems I, like you would I, have some none of the things we say. I think should be definitive. Nah, <laughs> we do not know everything. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it seems like that would be the case, especially in those extreme scenarios where. You might be experiencing some abuse. You would think that there might be some smoke signals beforehand. I'm sure there might be some exceptions mm-hmm. where somebody might have um, encountered some mental illness or some other things that kind of developed after the fact. But, you know, you just never know. At the end of the day, whatever type of relationship you desire, you have an obligation to yourself to do what you need to do to acquire that type of relationship. So if you want to be single, you owe it to yourself to live the best kind of single life that is healthy for you and healthy for the people around you. If you want to be in a healthy marriage, then you owe it to yourself to work on yourself to be the best possible spouse for the person you choose to be with. And also picking somebody who adds value to your life. You know, like you have that obligation. If you don't want to get married, you want to be in a long-term relationship. I mean, I don't think I'm about that life, but if you do do that, it's your it's your job to make sure that that works. And I think that's one thing I learned is just that ownership part. I, if I'm being honest with you, after my first marriage, I definitely was like, you, 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 Same. you, you, Same. you. But I think after enough time passes and those wounds start to heal, um, you're able to kind of look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I should have took my ownership over the scenario or whatever the case may be, you know, like this was my role in that, you know, and this is where I failed. I, and I think that like, if I'm being honest, like I, t- I took a lot of time to get myself right before, before this, but it was still months into our relationship where I'm like, Ooh, I did that in my marriage. And that probably wasn't a good thing. Mm. Like, being in this new situation helped me realize some things that I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really serve relationships very well. Like hearing you talk about your divorce and some of the things that happened. I was like, I used to do that too. I didn't know Mm -hmm. that made him feel that way. Wow. You know, I, I think it opened my eyes. So again, I think in my scenario, we had two different visions of what a marriage looked like. 
So I just think that you need to be on one accord. If you do decide that you're going to get married, or even if you don't make sure that your partner is also there. Like it is, I don't recommend getting in a relationship knowing as a woman, I really want to get married. And he's telling me, you know, it's not, it's just not that important to me. That's probably not somebody you want to marry. That part. And honestly, I would try to get that out the way in the early stages. Like before I fall in love with you, I should know how much our values line up. 100%. And we got to work on not trying to change people into what we want them to be. Like when somebody shows you who they are and the things they value, Believe believe that. Don't, if he tells you he doesn't want kids, don't spend the whole year of your relationship trying to convince him to have kids or hoping he'll come around. Cause by that time, you, he, or she, you know what I mean? Whoever you are, I don't want to make it seem like it's a, a woman thing or a man thing because this is without you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if you fall in love with somebody, when it gets to the point where you really want kids, now you're attached, but you still have this thing that you really desire and your partner still ain't budge. I don't want kids. And even if they give and have kids for you, how much will they really be able to give themselves to that? Yeah. I, I, I told you from jump, I didn't want this. I think one of the craziest things that I heard a woman say is, you know, like that her spouse did not want children. She knew this from the very beginning, but she still decided like, like she stopped taking birth control, wow. like had the baby because she thought in her mind that if Once it's he here, he has to love it. Guess what? <laughs> I'm sure he loves his baby. I'm sure of it. But he's just not the parent that she thought he was going to magically be once that baby arrived. And then will complain that he doesn't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And it's like, you. he told you he didn't want a baby. Like, yeah. you tricked him, first of all, which is something you should never be doing in a relationship with anybody. I don't care what the status of it is. Yeah. Like, don't trick anybody or try to bamboozle them into doing something that they have told you from the very beginning they don't want to do. And then you can't be upset when he lives up to the expectation that he set for you. That part. You spitting. I wish I had a button for that. Because <laughs> you spitting. That's so valuable. I know we don't. We always take the position we're not experts and nothing we say is definitive, but I'm going to say some things that I believe that are just gold. And I don't know I'm not an expert, but you can take this to the bank. And if I'm wrong, write down in the comments, tell me I'm wrong. I'm sure Brandy, you'll beat you out to the punch anyway. But dating is for data. Dating is for data. And you know it's true because they kind of sound the same. I'm just joking. <laughs> dating is for data, right? So in those beginning stages, before you get attached, collect data. Find out who the person is, what their values are. Find out if the life you desire can be had with this person. If you're a devout Muslim and you want to raise devout Muslim children, yes, you might be very attracted to this Christian woman, but can you have the desired life that you want with this woman? It doesn't make her a bad person. And there are some people who have different religions and they come together and they can make it work, but it depends on what you, where your values are at. Yeah. And just because you've seen it work somewhere else don't mean it's going to work for you. That part <laughs> dating is for data assessing quickly as you can Can I have the desired life that I want with this person? Number two is breakups should cause a level up. (laughs) 
Now, it's not always going to happen, but any failed or missed situation or any failure is an opportunity to assess and grow. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're breaking up and you're enduring that pain and you're not gaining any knowledge from that, it's a waste of the experience. No, the relationship didn't work out, but this is what I learned about myself. This is what I learned about what I want. This is what I learned about what I cannot tolerate. You, If you can collect that information, then it makes it worth it. I truly believe that this relationship will be made so much better because of the failures I've had in the past. Oh, 100 percent. If I were if not even just divorced, if I hadn't had the relational failures that I had, I would not know how to love you properly. I can guarantee you that the only way like my stuff was trial by fire. Like it was it was literally trial and error. Like, okay, this don't work. Mm, That don't really work in relationships. Okay, guys like it when you do this. (laughs) <laughs> you should tell them that they look nice. You should like, cause I really do believe that some women are raised that we receive compliments. We don't give them. And mm. it, I can't, I, you're probably really the first relationship that I've had where I actively seek to give you compliments. Not just because I think that you need them because mm. they, I actually mean them. And I'm like, you know what? He, so he needs to hear that. <laughs> no, because before I would probably just keep like, oh, he looked good today. You know, that was a thought that I had to myself, mm. but I was never telling the person that I was with that wow. like, hey, you look good. I expected the compliment, but I was never giving the compliment. That's good. Let's talk about things that we've adjusted and do in a relationship because of stuff we learned. That's a good thing. That's one. That's one. Mm. Oh uh, yeah. You, is it my turn? Go sure. Shoot. Oh, I wish I would have thought about one before I came up with this game. <laughs> <laughs> you can't um, think of one thing that you learned. I can't. That, I can't. Okay. Um I learned to um seek to give before I seek to receive. Mm, that's good. You know what I mean? That's I definitely need to come in relationships like what can you do for me? Yeah. Um, I think I lean in and what I've learned is if I lean in on how I can serve you best, mm-hmm. it awakens something in you and develops like and it I creates, gotta match that. It <laughs> yeah. where this is just what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I will say that I learned that it's okay to be myself. Um, in a lot of my past relationships, I would tailor who I naturally was to fit what I thought that they wanted. It just it was like people pleasing one on one, right? Like, oh, I don't I don't like the cuddle. Me either. And then I begin to be like, oh, I just wish you would touch me. <laughs> That's sad. <laughs> um, so I think very early on in our relationship, I'm like, look, this is what I am, this is what I do, this is how I love. Like, does that match up with you? Yeah. Um. So I thought I figured like it's okay to just be a hundred percent myself, and you either are going to accept it or you're not. That's and true. I get there's a places for me to grow and change and fit to mold how we can love each other better, and I'm open to those. But like at the core of who I am, like I I expect you to accept that and to love that. And if you can't, then we have mm. to make adjustments. That's good. That's really good. And I see that in you. Yeah. I see that in our relationship. 100%. Sometimes I get really bad at it. Like, no, that's just who I am. What are you talking about? I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> um, I've learned that truth will not destroy the relationship. 
Where the applause at? I taught him that, y'all. <laughs> Life taught me that too. <laughs> um, I will say that being in a relationship with you has given me space to find that to be true. Yes. Because although I, I've seen what happens when you don't communicate <laughs> well, I don't think I still had a relationship that was able to handle the truth. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the evidence. But because you're so truth forward in the most painful way, it, it's a, you're it, welcome. It creates an atmosphere to where I'm comfortable sharing. Um, but before I would swallow my needs and swallow um having difficult conversations because I didn't want to hurt the person mm. um, and because I didn't want to create issues or create tension. I wasn't having difficult conversations. And then in the end, because I wasn't expressing an issue, I was creating issues and yeah. tension. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so, for instance, shoot, the conversation we had today, I never would have had that. Never would have yeah. had the conversation we had today at dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I so I've always leaned in from the point of like in and I need to be clear about this in relationships that weren't romantic I've always leaned in like my friends know me as like no holds bar I'm going to tell you the truth you know if it hurts your feelings we can talk through that um I'll help you I'll I'll, I'll give you a hug at the end but I'm going to tell you how I feel mm-hmm. but it has not always been that in relationships and when I did try to do that it would cause an argument so I had to learn that it's okay to be honest and truthful but it's a, it's all about your delivery so I think that's for us where truth moment came in um, so something that we kind of developed for us that's like, hey, I got to tell you something that's probably not going to feel real good, but it's something that I think you need to hear. So we're going to have a truth moment. Stop. Take a minute. Take a breath. Brace yourself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to deliver that because I had gotten to the point where it was like, look, just don't say nothing because it's going to cause an argument. So it is amazing to have the freedom in this relationship to just be like look this is what it is baby boy and we need to get it together okay squirrel (laughs) alert the first name of this podcast was truth moment podcast oh my goodness until we found out there was a podcast with the exact same name in the, the exact, exact same, same premise. premise. Like, how y'all come up with that when I came up with that on the fly? Like, what in the world? How does the, it's so random. How did this happen? Yeah. And it was like dropping right when we wanted to drive. So oh they dropped a little bit goodness. before. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Um, it's yours. It's yours. You, you can have it. it. And then, you know what? God gave us something good in return. Ooh. So, you know, we will. Truthfully, we were a little salty. Like, we're going to use it anyway. <laughs> It ain't going to be like ours. <laughs> and then God was like, you know what? I got something uniquely placed for y'all, that for part. your lane, for the people who are attached to you. And you can still tell the truth. You can still use your truth moment. But let's talk about some of the other stuff. And, you know, he opened up a lane for us. That part. And we here. That part. 
We here with y'all. We love y'all. What's up? I don't squirrel too much, but that's okay. Yeah, I just want to drop I, that. When you said it, I was like, oh, truth moment. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I think we um we we really expounded on this subject and gave the people enough to go home and think about. And hopefully y'all will tune in with us tomorrow when we go live and Ooh. we can finish this conversation out and really get some of y'all feedback because really when we're here, we want to introduce you, we want to give y'all thoughts, but on Wednesday. <laughs> on, on Wednesday. On Wednesday. <laughs> what day is it? Wednesday. Okay. It's, on it's Wednesday. But on Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday we gonna talk about it. That's a little inside joke between Russell and I. But <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday we gonna um we want to hear from y'all. So you know we don't expect y'all to suffer through listening to us talk to each other all the time. Like we want we want feedback. Come kick it with us. So come kick it with us. Join our public Facebook group. Um, okay. What they never told us. Whoop. Um and yeah, where else can they reach us at? Um, you can hit us up on Instagram at what they never told us podcast. Our email is what they never told us pod at gmail.com. Yeah, so write in, give us ideas. If you don't want to be on a public forum, like mm, y'all shouldn't have did that. <laughs> we we take all that feedback. Give, give it to us. us. We feedback. were trying to grow, so you can um privately message us at our um Gmail. Watch the live feed, or excuse me, it's not a live feed. It is watch the recording of the podcast sure. on YouTube. YouTube. Our YouTube subscribe, like, comment, share. Hit the button. Push the button. Yeah, Push the button. We need you to like, subscribe, and we're not vain. We don't need your praise and approval. <laughs> it helps us push out the algorithm and helps get this content to as many people that need it as possible. And more than anything, we just seek to be effective in this space and make sure that it's just getting to the right people. We just want to reach the people and, re- and build a community around talking about things that just aren't discussed in not just our community but in the world in general like there are so many things that are just taboo and hush hush that can really improve the way you live your life that part. um and just hearing that you're not the only one that's going through something that, part. that helped me so much going through my divorce just knowing that i wasn't the only one that, part. that helped build a bond between us like Hands man down. you felt that too Dang, I never talked about that with nobody. <laughs> so like, share, comment, tell your friends about it. So they we'll can be, come join and be a part of our family, our part. Ohana. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode. Please tune in. As always, the lives on Wednesdays. We love love. Y'all should love love too. And we'll see y'all next time. We out. Peace. Peace.